Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 56. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so excited you're here, so stoked, so pumped. I do encourage you to go back at some point and listen to episode zero. That is an introduction to the podcast, what it's all about, what the brand is all about, and a little bit more about me and uh, my history. Um, but just to summarize, I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but just to summarize, the body and mind connection is really what this podcast is all about. And more specifically, how that ties into fitness and how fitness and health and even wellness and well-being is all really tied to mindset and perspective and how you see yourself in what you what, what I would interpret and what you should be interpreting is your true potential. What is your true potential for health? What is the pinnacle of your health potential, your health capability uh, with your time here, basically? And uh, so I know that I know what that sounds like, and it may be a little bit higher level than you would normally be interested in listening to or more higher level than you normally think. But there's a there's a lot of real tangible takeaways there. Uh, and and honestly, over the years of, of coaching people and training people, and experiencing transformations and witnessing them and watching people take their sedentary or less than ideal lifestyle and convert that over to an extremely healthy and fit and active lifestyle where they have an abundance of honestly joy and happiness and positivity and gratitude uh, watching them watching people go through that over and over and over and over again I have seen one common thread one common thread across all of them, that is the mindset piece. That's the mindset piece. And when I talk about mind and body connection, what I'm really saying is the mindset piece, where you can get your mind to, what state you can get your mind to, and having that being the driving factor for everything like in your life, everything that's physical, every action that you take, every decision that you make, and all, all the strategic stuff that you do, being all governed by your mindset, that is very, very, very real. That is the common thread that I've seen across all of those people over the years, including myself, who have experienced that type of life changing, life altering um, situation scenario. So that's that's really the summary for it. So uh, again, I'm, I'm super excited that you're here. I'm glad you're here. This episode, episode 56 is going to be a little bit more tactical, a little bit more practical than than I guess we would normally do on a Thursday. This will be end, end up airing on a Thursday. And for those of you who don't know, we air twice per week. The Thursday episode is always more mindset, more perspective, and just the, the mental component to the whole thing. Uh, and then the Tuesday episode is usually a bit more physical, 
more nutrition based, more training based, more body part stuff, biology, you know, true biology stuff. But anyway, we're going to jump right in here. This is episode 56 on three of the most powerful success habits that people who actually achieve success consistently over the long haul often put into practice. Now, not everyone who reaches a, a transformation and is successful, not everyone who is very, very, very fit even necessarily puts these things into practice. But I promise you that in order to maintain consistency over the long haul, most people need something heavily structured, heavily organized in order to sustain that. Okay. I'm really talking about long-term sustaining here, long-term consistency. So yes, you can get yourself into a very fit state. You can lose a hundred pounds today. You can build 20 pounds of muscle and you can get there for sure. But then what happens when you get there? What happens when you actually achieve it? If you don't have a plan, if you don't have a strategy and you, if you certainly, if you don't have the mindset ready for when you get there, what happens to most people is they revert backwards. They go backwards. Once they get there, they, they have this weird underwhelming feeling of like this anticlimactic feeling where they get there and they're like, oh, okay, well now what do I do? I don't know. I have no plan. I have no goal anymore. I don't know what to do. And they end up going backwards, they end up either putting the weight back on, or if they were working on like a muscle building objective, then they just kind of let it go and they don't, they don't keep it up. And because they don't keep it up, they end up going backwards. They end up putting on weight, you know, bad weight and um, kind of undoing their goals, undoing the progress that they just made. So in order to maintain consistency, though, and maintain long-term success, you need to have a plan. And of course, the plan is is always going to include having goals out in the future. Always. That's always going to happen. Always and forever. But some of the more practical and tactical things you can do every single day to make sure that you have those things in place and to make sure that you're doing all the right things day in and day out to keep yourself moving forward forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and never stopping and never letting yourself move backwards. These are three of the most powerful ways to do that. These are things that I've put into practice and have been using. Um, I'll, I'll definitely say I've, I've been better at these the past couple years for sure, the past three years. But guess what? The most progress that I've ever made has been in the last three years. So leading up to that point, I was kind of in and out with it. And guess what? My results were in and out right? I wasn't all in on these things. And my results were in, uh, indicative of that. They showed that they showed exactly what my level of effort was my level of consistent effort and consistent attention was. But now that I'm putting a lot of focus on it and putting a lot of ten- a lot of attention on it, and I'm being very intentional with what I'm doing with these things, guess what my results are showing. It's like I'm putting emphasis on the thing that I want to get results in and I'm getting results. It's, it is that simple. So if you incorporate these things, you will see massive, massive, massive success, massive success. I promise you. I promise you. And here's the thing. I actually require some of these things from my clients. I believe in them so much. I require them. And I'll talk about that more in a minute. But also, a lot of times when I see my clients start to slip, when I see them making a lot of progress and they start to slip, usually when we peel back the onion to find out what's going on, it usually comes back to one of these three things not being practiced, right? And of these three, there's one that's even, I would say, the most important on this list. 
And it's usually that thing that's not being exercised and that thing that's not being performed that's causing them to slip. And it's such an incredibly simple thing to to do, but it's also because it's so incredibly simple and short time, uh, short time commitment, it is very easy to just say, oh, I'll do it later and then never do it. So anyway, before I jump right into these, I do want to let you know that there is a lot of strategic stuff out there that makes a lot of sense. And I think from a big picture standpoint, that's the thing that's going to really take you far is having big picture perspective strategy in mind. But, but all of that is for nothing if you don't take action. So literally in this episode, I'm going to give you actual actionable things to do actual actionable. That's hard to say, but actual actionable things to do that if you if you write down, if you take notes on what I'm about to talk about, and then you, when the podcast is over, you literally go do these things and then you do them again the next day. And then you do them again the next day, like the step-by-step you will see results. It is that simple. You will see results. I want to give you this package, this blueprint, you follow the blueprint, you get results just like that. So anyway, let's just jump right in. These are the three most power. Oh, not the most, but these are three incredibly powerful success habits that I would almost guarantee would provide you success. I will guarantee it. If you put these into practice, you will definitely see success. There's no doubt about it. So anyway, number one is journaling. Journaling. You do not need to buy a fancy journal to do this. You don't need to do anything special to do this. All you need is paper, any form of paper, any kind of paper. Doesn't matter what it is, something that you can write on. And then, of course, the thing to write with a pen, a pencil, a crayon, a marker, something you can write with. That's that's it. That's all you need is those two things. And I talk about journaling a lot because honestly, guys, it is that powerful. And it's something that so few people talk about in fitness, but it is that's it is that powerful. It does have that magical ability to hammer it into your subconscious, hammer your goals. And I'll talk about what you're going to write in a minute, but hammer it into your subconscious so deeply that you can't not do the thing that you're writing down. So it's now journaling. I mentioned this earlier that there's things that I require of my clients. Journaling is one of them. Journaling is so incredibly powerful. I require it of all my clients require it. It's a requirement. And when I start to see a client slip, it always come back to, it comes back to this. That is, this is always the thing that it comes back to when people are starting to slip, right? They're in the, the mind body Academy and they're starting to slip and they're starting to their weight starting to tick back up or whatever. It always comes back to journaling. The more we dig in, the more we find out that, Oh, you know, you're skipping a day here. You skipped a day there. You skipped a day three days ago. And once we adjust that, once we get back on track and I'm now hounding this person every single day, literally seven days a week to make sure that they are journaling. Guess what? They see results. <laughs> they see results. It's turned. It's the whole thing is turned around that quickly. And the reason is because, and I'm going to give you the strategy in a second, but the reason that they get results is because they are journaling at specific times. I tell them to journal and they are writing specific things that I'm telling them to write. And that is not, I'm not just making this up. There's not, I'm not just like pulling stuff out of nowhere that I think they should write down. Now these, there is very specific what I'm having them write down. And the reason I'm having them write them down is because I know how powerful it is at the subconscious level to write these things down. What happens when you take a pen and paper and you put them together and you write these things. There's a lot that happens at a deep level. So 
This is like a four-step process to do every single day. But I want you to know that even with all four of those steps, it still takes me anyway, and I believe everybody, once they get the hang of it, less than 10 minutes. All right, five minutes in the morning, and then five minutes at night. Five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. So here's how it goes. Okay, here's how it goes. Every single morning, literally seven days a week, every single morning, you're going to write down, you're going to take your your journal out, take a piece of paper out, whatever, take your pen, and you're going to write down the fitness objective that you want to have, the fitness objective that you want to achieve, but you're going to write it down as if it were already a reality, as if it already had come true. I've talked about this before in the podcast, but if you haven't heard it, this was brand new to you, and this is gold, I promise. Listen up. You're going to write down this fitness objective that you want to achieve as if it has already happened. For example, you're going to write it five times. Okay, you're going to write this five times. Here's an example. If you want to lose 35 pounds, you are going to write something like this. I am so grateful and appreciative that I now weigh whatever that weight is minus 35, whatever the target weight is, you know, your current weight minus 35. Let's say you weigh 200 pounds and you want to lose 35 pounds. So now you're 165. Okay. So you would write, I am so thankful and appreciative, or I am so grateful and appreciative that I now weigh 165 pounds. You're going to write it like that as if it had already happened. And what you're doing is you're forcing your mind to visualize it. You're forcing your mind to visualize it while you're writing it, but you're also forcing that image into your mind like in a perma state. And so you're always going to naturally gravitate towards that day in and day out, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're eating, no, no matter when you're training or whatever, you're, you're naturally going to be thinking about it. You're naturally going to gravitate towards that objective by writing it that way. So you're going to write that five times, okay? That should take five lines or, or maybe if it takes you two lines per, it'll be 10 lines, okay? 10 lines of, of, of on your paper. And then the second thing you're going to write after you write that five times is you're going to write three long-term goals, okay? Three long-term goals. So in my journal, what I write is L slash T for long-term. And that long-term goal duration is 90 days. So every 90 days, that should recycle, Maybe one stays on for another 90 or something, but those long-term goals are intended to be met within 90 days, and you're going to have three of them. So you're going to have L, LT, I write LT, you can just write long-term, one, two, and three, okay? And you're going to write down three long-term goals, three long-term goals, whatever they are. Now, if they are trying, if you are trying to bind them to your fitness goal, which is not a bad idea. If you're trying to bind them to that 35 pounds you want to lose, then the first line might be long-term goal is develop meal prepping skills as a second nature skill set or something like that. And then the second thing you might want to write is develop the habit of drinking a gallon of water per day. Okay, that that could take you 90 days to really develop that habit. So that'd be a good habit to try and build. And if you journal about that, you know, the likelihood of that happening is much, 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 much higher. And then the third one could be something along those lines, like let's just make it training related, like develop the habit 
of training five days per, per week or develop the habit of training four days per week or develop the habit of you know something anything anything that's that you need to work on anything that you need to work on to get to where you're trying to go okay now after you write down those three long-term goals you're going to write down three short-term goals those short-term goals have a execution date range or whatever of one day, which means it's that day. The day you write it down is the day you're going to do it. So those three things that you're going to write down as your short-term goals, which for me, I write them in my journal as S slash T for short-term. Um, you're going to write down those three things and they're going to be things that you're going to do that day and they are going to tie directly to your long-term goals. So if one of your long-term goals is to build the habit of drinking a gallon of water per day, one of your short-term goals for that day should be drink a gallon of water. Got it? <laughs> it's that it is that simple. It's that simple. So your short term goals map to your long term goals and your long term goals map to your overall long, 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 long term goal that you are writing as if it is already a reality. So again, just to break that down, you're writing five times up in the top, the thing that you want to achieve over the long haul as if it had already happened. And you're going to write it in a way that shows your appreciation and thankfulness for that. The second thing you're going to write is your three 90-day long-term goals. One, two, three. And then after that, your three short-term goals. One, two, three for today that you're going to do today that map to your long-term goals, which map to your extended duration goal that you wrote at the very top. So you're going to write down those three things in the morning, every morning, you are going to get into the habit of doing this. And it will take you less than five minutes to do. Now it's a little bit of a skill, it's going to take some practice, it's going to take some reps. But once you get used to it, it takes less than five minutes to do this, I promise. And what it provides for you is monumental, right? This, this is like the most important one. And then so once you do that in the morning, you're also going to do it again at night. I did mention there's a night portion to this. So every evening, you're going to take another five minutes and you're going to write down a few things. You're going to write down, first of all, whether you achieved your short term goals or not. Your, the three short term goals you had for that day, you're going to write down whether you achieve them or not or not. And you're going to literally write, I did achieve or I did not achieve my short term goals just like that period. And then if you did not achieve them, even if it's just one, you're going to write down why I did not achieve drinking a gallon of water because whatever, whatever the reason is. Okay. And then the last thing you're going to write also at nighttime is one positive thing that you experienced that day, no matter how, by the, by the way, no matter how much bad shit happened to you that day, one positive thing happened to you. I guarantee it. One positive thing happened to you. You just need to look at your day with that lens. Maybe someone held the door for you. Maybe you hit like three green lights in a row. Maybe, I don't know, whatever. You know, there's, there's all a million different things that could happen to you on a daily basis that are positives. You just need to be open and receptive to that. And you need to look at your day through that lens of positivity uh, positivity in order to see that. So write down one positive thing that's happened to you at th that day. And that's what you're going to write down at night. And then that's it. Then you're going to close the journal and you're going to stop and that's it for the night. So five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night, this will change your life. That alone will change your life. I could actually end the podcast right now 
and you should go do that and that will change your life. But I have two more. I am going to share them. So the second one is being grateful, being grateful. What does being grateful have to do with fitness? I promise you it's huge. Just listen up. First of all, you have a great life. You have a great life. Okay. Even if you don't actually have a great life by your own perspective, you have a great life. Okay. Even if you're not exactly where you want to be, right? Whether it's in life or in fitness or whatever, you have it pretty good. Okay. Someone else has it way worse. The fact that you're actually listening to this podcast means that you have some sort of technology capability access, whatever, in order to do that, where so many people don't. Okay. So many people don't, which means you're just, you're obviously in a better place. It may not be where you want to be, but you know, you know, life isn't that bad basically is what I'm trying to say. So, and once you put yourself into that space where you're thinking that way, where you know, you have it pretty good compared to a lot of people, then a lot of things change in your perspective. Okay. You begin to appreciate things just a little bit differently and you start to appreciate, which is where I'm going with this, your own body. Okay. Once you start to appreciate life because you realize you don't have it that bad, then you can start to see life through a different lens where you are now appreciative of your body. Even if you hate looking in the mirror, even if you hate your body now and you have a lot of body image issues, you begin to appreciate your body, which is an amazing thing. That's a beautiful thing. And one of the things that I like to tell people to do, one of the things that I like to recommend to people, which is what I do, which quite honestly will change your life also, is a an outward expression of gratitude in the morning, every single morning. Okay. And this is very, very, very simple. And it doesn't take five minutes like journaling does. And I'm going to show, I'm going to tell you exactly how I do it and how I think anybody could do it. And it won't disrupt your life. It won't change your life. It won't be this big, massive interruption. And, uh, and it goes like this, right? So you wake up and whenever you wake up, it doesn't even matter. This isn't a time bound thing. When you go into the bathroom after you brush your teeth, okay, after you're done brushing your teeth and you put your toothbrush down, you're looking at yourself in the mirror, right? Say these three things. Look at yourself in the mirror and just say these three things to yourself. Okay, loud enough that you can hear it. You need to be able to say them loud enough. But even if it's a whisper, because you don't want anyone else to hear, that's fine. But say these three things. The first one is, I am grateful for this body and what it has allowed me to do and who it has allowed me to become. I am grateful for this body what it has allowed me to do and who it has allowed me to become. Okay. That's number one. Number two, I am grateful for the opportunity to make my body, mind and life better because the choice and responsibility are both mine. Okay. I'm going to say it again. This is number two. I am grateful for the opportunity to make my body, mind and life better better because the choice and responsibility are both mine. Okay. And the last thing that you're going to say out loud to yourself is I am grateful for, and this is where you have to be creative and come up with something. Now I'll give you a couple examples of things that I've used. And a lot of times I default to the same one. 
a lot of times I default to the same one and you'll see why in a second. Um, a lot of times I will default to, I am grateful for this shaker bottle full of water. <laughs> okay. And the reason I do that is because every night before bed, I have a, I have a particular, I have a bunch of shaker bottles. I'm sure a lot of you do too, but I have a bunch of shaker bottles. And if you're not familiar with the shaker bottle, it's just, it's a bottle that with a lockable lid and it has like a whisk inside and you use them to blend protein powder and stuff. But I have a particular one that I only use for water. I literally don't put anything else in it. No powders or anything, no supplements. I just put water in it. That's it. And I fill it before I go to bed every single night and I put it on my nightstand. And sometimes I drink it like in the middle of the night, but it's pretty rare actually. Um, But I feel more secure when I have it. Actually, if I go to bed without it, I feel very uncomfortable and I actually have to go fill it and put it on my nightstand just to have it. And when I wake up in the morning, I take it. It's the first thing I do is I grab my shaker bottle. I grab that, you know, and I grab my glasses and uh, I get up and I go into the bathroom and I drink out of that shaker bottle like while I'm still in there. And so when it comes time to being grateful, when it comes time for me to do that, a lot of times I'll, I'll just, I'll be holding my bottle, my shaker bottle, and I will express gratitude for my shaker bottle. The fact that I have a shaker bottle full of water is actually huge. You know, there's so many parts of the world. I know this is kind of like out there, but there's a lot of parts of the world. People don't have any water, let alone the, the ability to like have their own personal shaker bottle full of water. So for me, it's very, very, very important. And for me, that's a sign of comfort. It's a sign of relaxation. I feel better when I have it. It's like a kid with their blankie. I'd love to have it. I'm very grateful that I have it. And it, it you know, I, I feel better having it. It makes me more comfortable with it around. So I'm very grateful for it. And that's legitimate. But yours could be anything. Okay, it could be anything. But that's the third thing that you're going to say out loud is what it is that you're grateful for. Just something, you know, it could be the fact that you're, you have, I don't know, air conditioning in your house, or you have heat in your house, or you have, uh, you know, you have toothpaste and a toothbrush that you can brush your teeth with, or that you have a spouse or that you have a partner or that you have whatever, right? Something, it doesn't matter what it is, just expressing gratitude out loud, audibly for something that you have is very, very, very monumental. So you're going to say those three things. Okay. Those three things. The first one, I'm going to go over real quick again. The first one, I am grateful for this body and what it has allowed me to do and who it has allowed me to become. Number two, I am grateful for this, for the opportunity to make my body, mind and life better because the choice and responsibility are both mine. And then lastly, I am grateful for, and then insert whatever it is you're grateful for. Come up with something creative that you're grateful for. All of that should take like 30 seconds, less than a minute, every single morning. Get into that habit and I promise it'll change your day. It sets your day off at a completely different tone. You you walk out of the bathroom and you go downstairs and you start to begin your day for real and you're already on a high note. Okay, so the last thing, this this is powerful success habit number three also very applicable to fitness. Okay. Very, 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 very applicable to fitness. And without this, I would be very, very lost. And without this, my clients would be very, very lost. Okay. And it is scheduling your life, scheduling your life. Too few people schedule their life. And that is the reason shit doesn't get done. That is the reason progress is not made. I schedule family time 
Because if I don't schedule family time, guess what? We miss out on family time. Even though I'm around, even though my wife is around, even though my son is around, if I don't schedule something in there for us to do, I'll literally do this. I will literally go into our Google calendars, mine and my wife's, and I will schedule like game night or I will schedule movie night or I will schedule like we're going to get together all three of us and we're going to bake something. I don't know. Like we've done that before and it, it works. It works. It's actually huge and we're pretty busy and most families are pretty busy and most people are pretty busy. It's 2018. People are just busy with a bunch of stuff and like if you don't schedule, there's nothing wrong with scheduling. It doesn't make you, a lot of people think that that makes you that uh, puts you in this category of like obsessed with technology or obsessed with working or obsessed with stuff so much so that you have to schedule family time. Well, you know what? People who schedule family time are making the commitment to want to be there for their family. Okay. You shouldn't have to rely on having such a flexible schedule at all times that you can just like on a whim do whatever with whomever, right? You should be able to, there, there should be no shame in scheduling time. And, and I'll be honest with you, the people I know who have families that don't schedule time with them, don't like actually plan time with them. They end up having a very, very like kind of standoffish relationship, right? They start to create distance. They start to create gaps between each member of the household and in each member of the family because there's not this intentional time spent together. So I think it's very, very powerful. And it was actually something that was taught to me. And I was very resistant at first because it didn't make sense. And I was one of those people that thought I shouldn't have to schedule family time. It should be natural. It should be something that just happens because they're my family and I love them and this should just happen, right? Organically. But guess what? I'm busy. My wife's busy. My son plays at uh, elite level sports. So he's got sports stuff all the time and school, of course. And we've, we've, we've all got our own stuff. We've all, we've got three different lives happening at the same time. So if we don't schedule time with each other, guess what? We don't always get to spend time with each other. That's just the way it goes. But if we schedule time together, guess what? We all end up in the same spot and we all spend time together. It's amazing. And that's just family stuff. That's really not the point of this. The point of this is to talk about scheduling other parts of your life that are more fitness oriented and health oriented. So Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go into your phone app. If you don't already use a scheduling software app or something, go and just go into your phone calendar app. I right, open up your phone, go to your calendar app. For me, I have an iPhone, so I just go into the calendar and I will schedule my stuff. I, I go in there and I want you to do this too if you're not already doing it. Schedule your training. What time do you train? What time do you go work out? Schedule that in there. Put it in there. doesn't matter. You know what? Put it in there for an hour. Put it in there for 45 minutes or whatever and and just have it in there. Always have it in there. Some other stuff to uh, also put in there that is definitely useful and helpful and will keep everything on track is your meal prepping, your food shopping. Um, you know, I mentioned family time earlier. Put that in there. Put in you time, right? Meditation if you need to do that or you time if you want to do whatever, you know, by yourself, get some time away. Um, journal time. If you, if you want to do that, you know, it's like, that's such a short amount of time. I don't know that you actually have to put that in there, but you know what? If you put a five minute event in your calendar at 7am every day, 
and you put like a 15 minute warning on it so that your phone actually alerts you 15 minutes before that, that, Hey, you're journaling in 15 minutes, heads up. When that time comes, guess what you're going to do? You're going to pick up your journal and you're going to do it. You're going to do it and you're going to get into this habit of doing it in the allotted time that you gave yourself that five minutes. And then you would, if you put one at night to do the same thing at 10 o'clock at night or nine 30 at night, it'll alert you 15 minutes ahead of time that, Hey, you're going to be journaling in 15 minutes. Heads up. You're going to start getting into the mode and then you're going to do it day in and day out and day in and day out. And then guess what? It's going to become a habit. It's going to become a routine. It's going to become a habit and then you're going to just do it naturally. That's what happens with all these things. Okay. Meal prep. If you set aside two hours every Sunday to meal prep at noon or two o'clock or six o'clock or whatever time, right? And you do that week in and week out, week in, week out. Guess what? That becomes a habit. That becomes a routine. That becomes something that you're used to. And then you're just going to start doing it. Okay. Schedule your life and you will see consistent results. And then consistency, of course, especially, you know, consistent results leads to long-term consistent results and long-term sustained results. So just to recap, guys, I'm not going to go through all three of these in detail again, but journaling, gratitude, and scheduling. If you put these three things into action with the steps I just gave you today, if you literally start putting them into practice today, you will see so much success. It's ridiculous. And guess what? Journaling basically costs zero dollars. You just need a pen and some paper. Okay. Being grateful that costs zero dollars and zero cents. You look at yourself in the mirror every morning and you say three things that you're grateful for. Okay. In particular, those first two, which I already gave you. And then that last one you come up with on your own costs you nothing. Okay. The third one scheduling costs you nothing. All three of these things are free. They cost you nothing. They just cost you your effort and the amount of effort that they take is actually very, very, very low. But what you're doing is you're training your subconscious, you're training your mind and you're, you're building habits, you're building routines. And guess what happens with that? When you build new routines, when you build new habits, you start to push out bad habits and bad routines and stuff that's not conducive for your success and not conducive for your development. So it's actually it's huge. You're, you're basically like pushing out the, uh, the old, pushing out the stuff that's not helpful, pushing out the stuff that's not useful, and you're replacing it with brand new stuff that is helpful, that is useful, that is something that's going to push you forward. So put these into practice today, guys, and you will see results. I can't say it any other way. And uh, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you got value out of this whatsoever, and I really truly believe that you did, Share this with somebody in your life that needs to hear it. Share it with a like-minded friend. Share it with someone who you want to take these things and put them into practice so they can change their life. And also, if you've gotten value out of this episode or any episode in the Strength of Body and Mind podcast, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. That would mean everything to me. That lets me reach more people and spread the awareness and build education on the body-mind connection and all the things that I believe lead to long-term and consistent success and results. So thank you guys so much for your time once again. And uh, don't forget, as always, train with purpose. I love you and I will talk to you in the next episode. Take care. Take care.